When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today, we're going to be discussing Voldemort, Dumbledore, and one rather large question that I'm sure has crossed the minds of every Harry Potter fan at one point or another. Why didn't Dumbledore just hunt Voldemort down? I know, I know, it's not that simple. Logistically, the subject is precarious to say the least, but just for a moment, let's pretend that Dumbledore decided to set off in search of Voldemort and simply killed the tyrannical dark wizard, effectively stopping him in his tracks. And if not kill him, couldn't he have imprisoned him in the same way that he imprisoned Grindelwald? In the event of either of these situations, what would have happened next? Would this have been any kind of a permanent solution? And of course, the big one, is this situation even a feasible one? Join me as we unpack the question of why on earth Dumbledore failed to defeat Voldemort all by himself, instead relying on the fabled boy who lived. Let's dive in. The first thing that I want to reinforce is that Dumbledore was, unquestionably, one of the most powerful wizards in the Harry Potter universe. From an extremely young age, Dumbledore's magical abilities consistently turned heads, particularly his skills surrounding charms and transfiguration. He also did exceptionally well on his newts, and Griselda Marchbanks, a professor working for the Wizarding Examinations Authority, remarked that Albus was able to do things with a wand that she had never seen before. In his youth, Dumbledore also spent much of his time with Gellert Grindelwald, another one of the Wizarding World's most powerful wizards. By association, it's likely that the two boys' skill sets merged to some extent, resulting in each wizard achieving a greater level of power than what would have been independently possible. As Dumbledore grew older, he left no stone unturned when it came to magical abilities, becoming a master of transfiguration, charms, potions, elemental magic, occlumency, and more. Dumbledore is truly the exception to the phrase, Jack of all trades, master of none, as he was a master of all. So if Dumbledore was so powerful, what was stopping him from tracking Voldemort down and overpowering him, putting an end to the Dark Lord's reign? Well, there are a number of reasons. The first reason is that Dumbledore, though exceedingly powerful, was equally as modest. This is exemplified in the following conversation between him and McGonagall. But you're different. Everyone knows you're the only one, you know, oh, all right, Voldemort was frightened of. You flatter me, said Dumbledore calmly. Voldemort had powers I will never have to which McGonagall replies, only because you're too, well, noble to use them. Though Dumbledore possessed power that was potentially unmatched by every other wizard, he believed that Voldemort had achieved a level of power akin to his own. With the belief that Voldemort was just as strong, if not stronger than him, why would the wise tactician that is Dumbledore embark on such a risky mission? Furthermore, Dumbledore knew all about Voldemort's horcruxes, horrific dark relics that tied Voldemort to the mortal realm, so long as Voldemort possessed all of his horcruxes, Voldemort would be able to return back to the land of the living over and over. Dumbledore, on the other hand, did not have this luxury. While Dumbledore was incredibly powerful, 
He was also very much mortal, as shown during the events atop the Astronomy Tower in the Half-Blood Prince. Even if Dumbledore was entirely confident that he was 10, 20, even 30% stronger than Voldemort, there was still a chance that he could be defeated by Voldemort, and if he lost then it would be game over. Sure, with the knowledge of Voldemort's Horcruxes, Dumbledore may have just tried to overpower and imprison Voldemort, but I imagine that task would have been even more difficult. Even with an existing power gap, Voldemort would not have been easily subdued with power and power alone. This brings me to my next point. Instead of actively pursuing Voldemort, Dumbledore instead made it his mission to look after others and ensure that those under his care were well protected. Dumbledore recognised the importance of preserving the wizarding world's cultural heritage, and he took his role as headmaster of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry very seriously. As headmaster, he was responsible for preserving the school's traditions and ensuring that future generations of wizards would be able to learn and grow in a safe and supportive environment. Had Dumbledore gone off on some dangerous mission and fallen at the hands of Voldemort, the wizarding world would have been that much more open to attacks. Voldemort was a powerful and ruthless wizard that feared no one, except for Dumbledore. As long as Dumbledore was around, Voldemort would be forced to lurk in the shadows, at least somewhat, and slowly rebuild. Without Dumbledore, Voldemort would have been able to launch an attack on the wizarding world much sooner. There are several instances in the series where Voldemort expresses fear or concern about Dumbledore. For example, in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Voldemort is shown to be worried about the fact that Dumbledore has been studying him and gathering information about his past. Voldemort is also known to have avoided direct confrontation with Dumbledore whenever possible. Overall, while Voldemort was a powerful and intimidating wizard, he did fear Dumbledore's strength and intelligence, and recognised him as a formidable opponent. Regardless of how Voldemort sought to portray himself, a fearless, bloodthirsty warlord, most witches and wizards knew that deep down he feared Dumbledore, and Voldemort knew that Dumbledore had more than enough talent to defeat him. In order to protect his students and preserve other aspects of the wizarding world, Dumbledore decided not to try and hunt down Voldemort himself. Instead, he focused his efforts on teaching, protecting, and empowering others. The next reason that Dumbledore avoided confronting Voldemort was the fabled prophecy, which foretold the birth of a child with the power to vanquish Voldemort. The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord approaches, born to those who have thrice defied him, born as the seventh month dies, and the Dark Lord will mark him as his equal, but he will have power the Dark Lord knows not, and either must die at the hand of the other, for neither can live while the other survives. The prophecy essentially predicted that Harry Potter and Lord Voldemort were destined to face each other in a final confrontation, with one ultimately defeating the other. Dumbledore believed that this prophecy referred to young Harry, and that it was Harry's destiny to defeat Voldemort and not his own. For this reason, he chose to support Harry and give him aid where possible rather than face Voldemort himself. What good could come from facing Voldemort if he wasn't the one destined to defeat him? The final reason that Dumbledore may have avoided hunting Voldemort comes down to his character. For most of his youth, Dumbledore was a man of dubious morality, often making the wrong choices in the pursuit of power. However, following the death of his sister and his parting of ways from Grindelwald, Dumbledore no longer glorified power in the way that he once did. The immense trauma that he had endured forced Dumbledore to sit down and reevaluate what was important to him. In this period of reevaluation, he realised that it was no longer his ambition to seek power or assert dominance over others. Hunting down Voldemort and having the Dark Lord grovel at his feet for freedom 
would have been against the new way of life that he had paved for himself. Dumbledore's sheer desire to avoid any form of power is well demonstrated in the following passage. Years past, there were rumours about him. They said he had procured a wand of immense power. I, meanwhile, was offered the post of Minister of Magic, not once, but several times. Naturally, I refused. I had learned that I was not to be trusted with power. But you'd have been better, much better than Fudge or Scrimger, burst out Harry. Would I? asked Dumbledore heavily. I'm not so sure. I had proven, as a very young man, that power was my weakness and my temptation. It is a curious thing, Harry, but perhaps those who are best suited to power are those who have never sought it. Those who, like you, have leadership thrust upon them and take up the mantle because they must and find to their own surprise that they wear it well. I was safer at Hogwarts. I think I was a good teacher. And that's it for this video. What do you think? Did this thought ever occur to you? Leave a comment down below. And if you enjoy the content, please like the video and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, remember, there is plenty to be learned even from a bad teacher. What not to do, how not to be.